So, an article recently came out in, um, what is it called? The South China Morning Post that pretty much states that China will now be involved in Afghanistan training Afghan troops for counterterrorism. They are to set up these training areas in the northern part of Afghanistan. Apparently an isolated region. And this is quite interesting. Because if you didn't know, Afghanistan is the number one producer of poppy seed fields it's the number one poppy seed field producer and as we all know the United States has been in Afghanistan for quite some time now uh as we also know, there has been a savage plague of opioid addiction in the United States. So, on the surface, China is claiming that they're going into Afghanistan to help train Afghan troops. Afghanistan in turn is claiming that this is true but there will be no Chinese military stationed in Afghanistan. That's odd. How do you train a country's troops without having the personnel from other the other country that's going to train them? there present I understand that we're in 2018 and that technology is way above and beyond what we thought it would be 10 12 15 years ago but that just doesn't jive with me um, in my opinion make no mistake about it the poppy seed fields is on the priority list for the Chinese they have been ravaged once before by the British in the opium wars when the Chinese wanted to do nothing with these European merchants And if they are smart, like history has told us that they are, they're probably taking a lead role when it comes to these poppy seeds. They don't want history to repeat itself. They don't want their nation once again 
addicted to opioids and who are we to say that our country the United States wouldn't use that tactic to undercut the booming Chinese economy all this fair and love and war but I am afraid that this could escalate into a all-out proxy war between the Chinese and the Americans in Afghanistan. We already have the Soviet, the Soviet, the Russians heavily involved in the Middle East. And on the surface, we are told these bullshit ideas about fighting terrorism and implanting democracy and jostling of power for this, that, or the other. It is an open secret that it is about oil, that it is about pipelines going from the Middle East into Europe. There's also plenty of history mystic history that has to do with the Middle East and China being the power that it is one of the top three last time I checked it was one of the top three weapons dealers in the world is now getting involved in Afghanistan what does that mean for the United States for our nation that means that if we want to hold our position and and I am an anti-war guy I am completely for anti-war anti-violence anti-killing of citizens But I also am a realist and understand that we hold a certain position in the world that puts a target on our backs, on the United States' backs. I want nothing less than for the people of the world to thrive in unity. But I will not, like I've said plenty of times in our in my podcast, subscribe to communist, socialist, huge welfare ideas and ideals to get this done. China being an autocratic communist nation is now getting very heavily involved. China, in essence, is the new Soviet Union. Whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not. And the United States, us, as a nation, need to 
for this very reason have good diplomatic relations with the Russians. We cannot let the Russians and the Chinese double team us in worldly affairs. It is a sad truth. It is a sad truth of the matter. I understand that citizens are dying all over the Middle East. Thousands and thousands and thousands of families are being displaced. And for the United States now to pull out like a lot of my libertarian folks would love to do would leave a bigger cluster fuck than already exists there what do we do now the Russians are involved now the Chinese are involved now Are non if we become non-interventionists now we isolate ourselves too greatly. The only way that we would be able to defend ourselves like we've done for years now is to maintain bases, military bases all around the world, all around the globe. We don't understand that the top officials, the top people in charge in these countries, these top first world countries, they understand. They understand and if that if they pull the trigger first it will set off a chain of events that will definitely be the end of our current human structure not everyone will die or perish but those that remain will have to start anew now This brings me back to the point of world domination. And for those of you that don't believe in any conspiracies, for those of you that believe that people are nuts, if they believe in conspiracies, you need only to research when the word conspiracy and the term conspiracy theory became popular. You need to research when the term brainwashed or brainwashing became popular. And then I dare you to continue to say that there is no such thing as grand conspiracies. Now in my mind from the research I have done, from the reading I have done up to this point, 
and I have much, much more to read and research and find out and discover. But up to this point, it is my contention that there is a jostling of world domination at the very top. The top 1% of the world definitely aim for total world global domination. But that doesn't mean that they all agree about how this will come about. So us as the masses, as the people, as the citizens of the free world. We still have a shot at toppling these scumbags. Like I've said many times, I have no problem with people becoming wealthy and rich. As long as you help others try to achieve the same. But it is becoming more and more evident in my research and my study that the higher up you go in the success ladder, it is evident to me that there are gatekeepers and that you will be submitted to tests and rituals to see if you are truly worthy of the power you may yield one day or wield one day. It is an interesting time in our history and humanity and the rabbit hole is deep. So I suggest let's keep reading Let's keep reading history books from all areas, from every pocket of society. We have to read the Europeans. We have to read the, U the United States history. We have to read the Americas history. We have to read the Oriental history. And only then can we begin, then only then we can begin to formulate a true picture of the grand scheme of things you guys have a wonderful day folks you know where to reach me at tangentsexpressed at gmail.com or at tangentsreveal on twitter peace